You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Uh, Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Five, Fusion. Amplifying truth and pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. Just ahead, we've got a big show for you. Governor Mike Huckabee will be here. Dr. Gina Loudon and Bethany Mandel will talk about gentle parenting, indictments, and double standards. Stay with us. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big guy has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No, He Can't. Yeah, he's playing the role. As, uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No, He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. So much to get to, friends. It's a big Friday. We've got a lot to do. I want to give you a preview of what's coming up on That Kevin Show this weekend on the Salem News Channel. Uh, But I've got to start with this story that is uh, really exploding across the country. Um, You know from my uh, frequent uh, discussions with Kelsey Bowler of the Independent Women's Forum and specifically what IWF has worked towards in the last two years in terms of exposing the transition uh, scandal that is taking place in our public schools and in communities uh, far and wide, uh, you know that I have said that there are an increasing number of detransitioners that are starting to tell their story. And as they tell their story, they're starting to um, win hearts and minds. And I told you a while back that Megan Kelly, uh, when she was at Fox News, uh, was one of those people that as I first got to know her, uh, she had friends that were that had transitioned. This was right around the time when Chastity Bono was going through uh, his or her transition. I forget which he is or she is. Um, and that in, in the process of all that, she came out very compassionately and said, I care about people who are facing this problem uh, and I'm going to stand with them. Um, less than a year ago, she said, this is nuts. We have to stop. You cannot say that you don't know what a woman is. You cannot say that you cannot define a man or a woman based on the biological sex. It's nuts. She just completely reversed course. She's not being discompassionate or uncompassionate towards the people that are facing these problems. In fact, she would argue, and I would too, that the proper version of compassion towards people that are asking this question is to go get them the help that they have with the things that they are already struggling with. Not to give them this fake idea that if you say, oh, well, you're in a girl's body, so if you just become a boy, it's going to solve all your problems. That's garbage. And we're starting to have actual testimony before Congress about it. And what I'm going to play for you, it may be a touch graphic if you have small kids. I'm, I'm not trying to ruin your listening environment. But it's it's worth hearing because this young woman's life has been literally ruined by this thought and when you hear what the doctors told her parents and what happened is as a result friends you we should not be tolerating this anymore no more done with the transition agenda uh for our kids uh you you, you're a fully grown adult you want to run off and do whatever you want to do that's your business but no kid should be subjected to this take a listen to chloe cole as she gave testimony yesterday uh before congress After my breasts were taken away from me, the tissue was incinerated. Before I was able to legally drive, I had part, I had a huge part of my future womanhood taken from me. I will never be able to breastfeed. I struggle to look at myself in the mirror at times. I still still struggle to this day with sexual dysfunction. And I have massive scars across my chest. And the skin grafts that they use, that they took in my nipples, are weeping fluid today. And they were grafted into a more masculine positioning, they said. After surgery, my grades in school plummeted. Everything that I went through did nothing to address my underlying mental health issues that I had. And my doctors, with their theories on gender, thought that all my problems would go away as soon as I was surgically transformed into something that vaguely resembled a boy. Their theories were wrong. 
The drugs and surgeries changed my body, but they did not and could not change the basic reality that I am and forever will be a female. When my specialists first told my parents that they could have a dead daughter or a live transgender son, I wasn't suicidal. I was a happy child who struggled because she was different. However, at 16, after my surgery, I did become suicidal. I'm doing better now. But my parents almost got the dead daughter promised to them by my doctors. My doctors had almost created the very nightmare they said they were trying to avoid. So what message do I want to bring to American teenagers and their families? I didn't need to be lied to. I needed compassion. I needed to be loved. I needed to be given therapy to help me work through my issues, not affirm to my delusion that by transforming into a boy, it would solve all my problems. We need to stop telling 12-year-olds that they were born wrong, that they are right to reject their own bodies and feel uncomfortable with their own skin. We need to stop telling children that puberty is an option, that they can choose what kind of puberty they will go through, just so they can choose what clothes to wear or what music to listen to. Puberty is a rite of passage to adulthood, not a disease to be mitigated. Today, I should be at home with my family celebrating my 19th birthday. And instead, I'm making a desperate plea to my elected, rep my elected representatives learn the lessons from other medical scandals like the opioid crisis to recognize that doctors are human too and sometimes they are wrong my childhood was ruined along with thousands of detransitioners that i know through our networks this needs to stop you alone can stop it enough children have already been victimized by this barbaric pseudoscience please let me be your final warning a little bit speechless what what else is there to say when this young girl needed health professionals to come alongside her and help her figure out why she felt excluded, why she felt different, why there was some sort of pain in her psychological life. They didn't do anything to address that. Instead, they put her on the profit conveyor belt, hormones, blockers, surgery. And I hear, the, I hear the pain in her voice asking Congress to disallow this for other children. And let me just say a word to those of you in the Christian community that think you're being compassionate by supporting the transgender agenda for children. You're a liar. If you're, if you're, if you're a born-again Christian and you put on your Instagram or Facebook or Twitter that uh, children should be called by their pronouns or that they should have these opportunities for hormones and blockers and surgery. You're not, you're, you're not someone who loves that child. You're someone who is seeking to abuse that child. And if you call yourself a Christian, you should be disciplined. Your church should hold you in discipline for the abuse that you're advocating for children. Really stunning. And that video clip is making its way across the universe today. And, well, it should. I, I'm so, so thankful that Chloe Cole has the bravery to step forward, even on her 19th birthday. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Uh, we've got a big show. Governor Mike Huckabee's here. Dr. Gina Loudon's here. Bethany Mandel's here. And if you miss any part of the show, just know that it's always available on podcast. Uh, you can go to any of your favorite podcast aggregators. Literally, we're on all of them and just look up uh kevin mccullough uh kevin mccullough radio that kevin show anything related to that you'll get you'll get there and uh then join me on the weekends because we we do play in the tv sandbox too and it's a lot of fun uh, salem news channel this saturday and sunday night at 9 p.m and boy do we have a show this week if you like the chosen we've got uh zebedee the man who plays zebedee uh the the father of james and john we've got um uh, who else do we have? We've got uh, Nikhil, so, N Nicole Sotili, uh, who is an Instagram influencer, who's a mom who's had enough, and she's fighting back. And we've got some other great stuff, including Jason Aldean with the number one controversial song in the country. You don't want to miss it in the music spotlight. That's all this weekend on That Kevin Show. Coming right back. This is Jerry Boyer for townhall.com. The CEO of the business media company, Fortune, just said it's time for businesses to stop talking about ESG, environmental, social, and governance, i.e. politicized investment. 
No, he didn't say companies should stop doing it, only that they should stop calling it that. But why? If you meet someone and find out that every decade or so he has changed his name, you might want to know why. Politicized capital keeps changing its name. Socially Responsible Investment, SRI, Corporate Social Responsibility, CSR, and most recently, ESG. By whatever name, the imposition of political position on companies using other people's money is a bad idea. There's an old adage that by the time a company is on the front page of Fortune, it's time to sell the stock. Well, Fortune has been front-paging ESG quite a lot in the past year, once again signaling it's time to drop a bad idea. I'm Jerry Boyer. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. Everyone knows the old saying, nothing lasts forever. Well, whoever said that obviously never bought a timeshare. Not only do your maintenance fees and assessment fees go on forever, they go up forever. I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group. Over 10 years ago, I was a timeshare salesman. But once I saw the dark side of the business, I quit. I started helping folks get out of their timeshares. Since then, we've helped over 30,000 families by getting them out of bad timeshares. If your timeshare agreement goes on forever, if you were told timeshares are a great investment, or your maintenance fees will never go up, you have questions, we have the answers. Give us a call. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we'll get you out of your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley now for your free information kit, 800-839-8484. That's 800-839-8484, 800-839-8484. Download the AM570 The Mission mobile app on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on WMCA.com, TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine. It can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. Hi, Kevin McCullough. On my pillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the My Pillow family want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on my pillows. Queen size my pillows regularly priced at 69.98 are now only 19.98 and just ten dollars more you get the king size go to mypillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to get mike lindell's amazing offer on the queen size my pillow for only 19.98 or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code wmca in addition to this special anniversary offer on the my pillows you'll also receive deep discounts on all other my pillow products such as bed sheets mattress toppers pet beds mattress my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillow's history. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. 
breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us on this busy Friday. We turn once again to Governor Mike Huckabee and uh, the uh, very many things, Governor, that have gone on or not gone down in Washington this week that uh, some people started the week thinking uh, very different things. Let's start with the Hunter Biden non-plea deal that he was forced to uh, uh, acquiesce to this week and where you think that heads. Well, everybody said it was going to be a slap on the wrist. This deal that was proposed was really a kiss on the lips. There was no slap at all. Uh, It was a great big hug and a wet kiss. But the judge was having none of it and looked at it for what it was and said, no can do. And I think a lot of people, I must confess, myself included, a little bit shocked that the judge just didn't say, yeah, whatever you guys work out is okay with me, because she's seen enough of these cases and sent enough people to the pokey for multiple years for less than what Hunter um, was was clearly guilty of. So to her credit, she basically said, go back to your corners and come out fighting. Well, they did. And the whole thing is now blown up. Uh, I, I can't imagine a more appropriate outcome for uh, what happened. As- <laughs> the dropper of the dime bag uh, is getting his his comeuppance. Um, Governor, so let me let me pause on this for a second, because I think you're right. And I think that um, I think that a lot of people were shocked because typically you, you hear plea deal has been worked out. You can, I, I work with a lot of lawyers here on the air, and and I think to a man, all of them would most of the time assure you that a plea deal was going to be accepted and, and taken, my, primarily because you have the prosecutor involved saying it's it's going to be uh, valid. Here you had a real something up the uh, spine of this judge that that really just you know set her off, which was good. Um, but I'm wondering how much of the public discussion coming from the Comer Committee in Congress is impacting this overall issue right now. And the fact that there does seem to be a number of other things that Hunter needs to be questioned about. I think that's what uh, really did it for the judge, because this deal basically said, okay, we're going to give him a couple of misdemeanors, wipe them off, no prison time. He's got to pay some back taxes, not on all the bribes, just on a, a little pittance of the amount of money that's involved. And everything else, the gun charge, bribery charge, everything else is off the table. All charges yet to come. Yeah. And the judge looks at that and says, well, this is insane. Of course the uh, defense would take that deal. But why would the prosecution offer it unless the prosecution was acting on behalf of the Justice Department who said, make this go away. Let's mess up Joe Biden's reelection. But this is not just uh, a sweetheart deal. This is election interference. It's a double standard of justice. People saw through it. And fortunately for the country, this judge saw through it. Well, and now we're expecting Devin Archer to give testimony on Monday, who is Hunter's buddy. Governor, I think we're just at the tip of the iceberg on on what may be unraveling around Hunter. What is your, what are your thoughts on this? Exactly mine. And here's what I have urged the Republicans in Congress to do. Don't get in a hurry about impeachment. There are some hot headed members of Congress. I understand their passions, but they're ready to go file articles of impeachment right now. And I would say to them, do not do that. Don't take that bait, because if you do, the press and all of the Democrats will monolithically stand against you. They'll swat you down and you're not ready to go there. Let this information dribble out. Let it slowly, one by one, begin to unfold to the American people and make it so irresistible to the press that they can't ignore it anymore and make it so crystal clear on these bribery issues so that even some fair minded Democrats are going to have to say, folks, that line is a line too far. Because if you remember in Watergate, there were Republicans who got to the point where they said, you know what, we're Republicans, but we can't cover for Richard Nixon on some of these things, and we will vote with the Democrats to impeach and to convict. That's what you have to have. You can't have what we had with Trump, which was a phony impeachment. Right. One side, nobody else really believed there was anything to impeach. Uh, that's a disaster, and it will hurt Republicans and cost us elections. What we need is an irrefutable amount of evidence, and that comes little by little. So I'd say to Kevin McCarthy and all the House 
Republicans, take your time, be methodical, persevere, but go slow. There's no hurry. And I think that I, I think that instinct is all correct, uh, Governor. And I think one of the things that is really shocking is that if you really have read history and you know what Watergate was about, um, and it's such a black mark. You know, I, I grew up in the 70s and 80s, such a black mark. Everybody looked at Watergate as the ultimate political scandal of the history of the country. What Biden has been involved in, uh, the, the, the dad, the son, uh, the brother, the 27 family members, the shell companies, uh, the the uh, any number of, of aspects of this shaking down world leaders. I mean, I think Jesse Jackson might be a little envious that the Hunter is so effective at getting money out of people from the shakedown. But my point is that uh, the way that they have perfected corruption makes Watergate look like a kindergarten crime. I mean, it, it really you, you compare the seriousness breaking in and finding out a few campaign secrets versus all of the literal shakedown and the risk it poses to our national security in the process, because Joe Biden's obviously taken a very uh, light gloved approach towards uh, China in, in on way too many things. They're selling us out. They're selling our safety out. They're selling out the best interest of the country so that they can pad some bank accounts. Well, what we had in Watergate really was some intramural dirty tricks. Uh, that's what it really amounted to. Yeah. It, it was bad, and people paid the price for it. The biggest criminal act was covering it up, not really what they did. What they did was stupid, wasn't even that effective. They didn't need to do it. They were winning the election by leaps and bounds. But what we have here is something very different. This is influence peddling. This is selling out to communist China. This is selling out to Ukraine and Russia. Uh, this is simply selling the government of the United States uh, for favors, and that's outright bribery. Uh, it's totally different. It is the most scandalous, the most serious breach of uh, really political activity that we've ever seen in the history of the country. I think of nothing that compares to it. Well, Absolutely. When you, add, when you add the national security component, the the way the way he's interacted or not interacted with China, the way he's dealt with or hasn't dealt with corrupt elements of Ukraine and Russia, you begin to see that there is a very uh, common bond between all those countries now. Maybe not Ukraine and Russia, but Russia, China, North Korea. They're gonna they're all gonna celebrate a, a big party here next week, uh, and then you you throw in Iran where we've taken a light gloved approach and. Um, I'm telling you, there's some there's some real risk to our country that this corruption. And I think what you just pointed out, that this is uh, a risk to national security. We're not talking about some people who traded some stuff so they could get Elton John tickets in a London concert. Right. This uh, dealing with our enemies, the people who are trying to destroy, infiltrate and wreck our country. And those are the people that the Bidens were doing business with. All right, Governor, what's on the big show this weekend? Congressman Chuck Fleischman from Chattanooga, Tennessee, will be with us. We'll talk about all these things going on in Congress, and there are a bunch of them. We also have uh, Mina Nainer, who you may remember is the uh, African-American legislator from Georgia, lifetime Democrat, who said she couldn't take being a Democrat anymore, switched to being a Republican, and now is being called a racist, even though she's black. And T. Graham Brown will be doing music for us, so we've got a good show That's lined a up. Great show. Uh, check it out. Huckabee Today on TBN, uh, 8 and 11 on Saturday and Sunday nights. Governor, always appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Thank you, sir. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Very soon you're going to start hearing me talk about 10 places in Asia. Uh, where specifically? China. Bangladesh, India, Indonesia, Malaysia, Nepal, Pakistan, Philippines, Sri Lanka, Thailand, and Vietnam. Why those places in particular? Because nine out of 10 new Christians in each of those countries are lacking something vital to their faith. What could it be? They don't have access to the word of God. There are no Bibles. They are Bible-less. And that's why our friends at the Bible League are hearing their cries and we're going to supply this year, hopefully with your help, 4,000 Bibles in Asia because of your generosity. You know what else that means? Over their 80 years, uh, Bible League can attest that approximately 12 people come to faith in Jesus because of every Bible that goes out. That means that we're going to see 48,000 people come to faith in Christ because of these Bibles. 1-800-YES-WORD. Jump in if you want to join us. And then one night, he came big. 
This is Focus on the Family Minute, and Robin Dykstra recalls a powerful moment she had with God. I was in the nursery, and I was rocking the child. It was the middle of the night. The moon was coming in through Jake's bedroom window, and I was just enjoying a magical moment. I thought, how did I get here? How does a woman like me end up in this nice house? And that's when I heard the voice of God for the first time. He said one thing, Robin, what will you tell that child about me? You can hear more of Robin's amazing story at familyminute.org. Feel like you're trying to push a boulder uphill, wearing skates? If you run or manage a local business today, you're challenged like never before. We get it, and we want to help. We're Salem Surround, and when it comes to marketing, consider us your personal move-you-forward company. In a recent study, we found that 53% of local businesses were classified as novices when it came to designing, implementing, and managing their marketing needs. And that's where Salem Surround truly shines. We're a full-service marketing agency agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night, and everywhere they might be. Let us give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and what your competition is doing. Our digital sales and support teams are the best in the industry and deliver customized personal service that's second to none. If you're a local business and ready for the next step, Google Salem Surround New York right now. Our experts are ready to help you take your marketing to the next level. Google Salem Surround New York today. Most people fall prey to Satan's tricks, schemes, and deceptions, which hinders their walk with God. Pastor Ray Hagestilianos, Bible study host on More Than Conquerors weekday afternoons at 2, has written a book called Discouragement, Doubt, and Compromise, to understand the dangers and live in victory, to overcome every attack of the enemy and live a more blessed life. And you can get your own copy of his book now at PastorRayNY.com. Everyone needs encouragement by understanding God's promises. Discouragement, doubt, and compromise helps you recognize the danger signs and stand strong with practical solutions and how to take God's promises to heart and live life as more than a conqueror. Get your copy today at PastorRayNY.com. Discouragement, doubt, and compromise from Pastor Ray Hagestilianos at PastorRayNY.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Obliterating confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, we continue on this Friday, and very, very glad to have Dr. Gina Loudon back with us. You may be saying to yourself, Kev, she used to be on Mondays. How come she's on Fridays right now? Because she's writing three books at the same time, friends. That's why. Uh, she's a busy lady, and uh, this is the day that works for her. So, Dr. Gina, we're always glad to have you, uh, even when you're not writing books. Uh, your time is valuable, and uh, we are very, very grateful for it. Um, Thank you. I think the charges against 45 now officially on tabs somewhere number about 40 uh, in terms of indicted uh, charges that have been brought, including the new ones this week from uh, the same guy that uh, Jack Smith that seems to. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I think the Mar-a-Lago case was kind of falling apart on him and he felt like he had to bolster it by finding new mm-hmm. stuff. But, you know, I look at what they're accusing the president of doing, having national security documents from his administration in his possession longer than the National Archives said they could or whatever. And I compare that to the Biden's wholesale selling of American influence in terms of our enemies, Russia, China, uh, directly, uh, you know, taking a soft glove approach to Iran, not really noticing at all that North Korea is even still on the map. You look at the two sides and you go, how can one justice system be accommodating both of these cases at the same time? It's it's truly mind boggling. And we've really entered a, uh, a fascist era where, um, you know, there are two completely different scales of justice, depending on what side of the political spectrum you're on, where the, our all of our institutions are being weaponized um, against uh, the party that's not in power. And it's it's really 
something that I never thought I'd see in America. I remember being afraid, you know, back under Obama or back under other presidents and thinking, oh, my goodness, you know, 20 percent of our healthcare system sold out to socialism. Oh, my gosh, this is terrible, terrible. This will lead to communism. You know, we're here, folks. Here we are. Uh, this is something that you never thought you'd see in America. And when you compare, for example, uh, just the business acumen of the Trump family to the zero acumen of the Biden family, Hunter Biden has no business whatsoever, no skill, except now he's decided he's an artist and apparently he has some skill at hiring prostitutes and finding well, he's drugs. Very, he's very equipped and very skilled at leaving things places. Uh, he dime back laptops, children, ex-girlfriends. They're very good at leaving things behind. That's one skill set they have. It's true. Um, but the arrogance from that side of the aisle and the way that Joe Biden doesn't even feel any pressure really to answer any questions about anything, nor does. Um, so so we are in a situation where this is way worse. What the what the Bidens have done is worse than what Nixon ever even thought of doing on his worst moments. Right. And uh, the evidence is so high amount, uh, so highly stacked against them. And yet you hear if you flip on any of the corporate media, Kevin, all you're going to hear is, well, there's no evidence. There's no real evidence against Joe Biden or Hunter Biden. When in fact, it's it's mind boggling amounts. I guess they think if they just say it, it'll make it so, but it doesn't. Where there is no real evidence of wrongdoing, especially not intentional wrongdoing, is on the part of Donald Trump. Right. And well, so, so this is where we are in our history. And I think it's just, it's it's a fascinating time to be here. And I hope that we can take it by the horns and turn it all around. I think the American people are watching what well, mm -hmm. we're going to cover all future crimes that get exposed as well. That judge was having none of it. And you know who I kind of largely credit for that is the diligent work of James Comer's committee in Congress. We're finding out all this stuff and the Jordan committee and the Comer committee have just had revelation after revelation, WhatsApp text screen grabs, you know, all kinds of things that now the, pu now the public knows. And I think that judge thought, you know, there's no way that they're going to come in here and with a wink, wink, nod, nod, get a, a free pass on any other bad behavior that's been uncovered. And now it's I think is a little bit of justice. Hunter's got to stand trial. He's got to go fight for his cause. Yeah. Well, while we're talking about the uh, congressional committees, I'd like to add that I think we as citizens should continue to push them yes. to do a deeper J6 dive um, to just to counter all the all that, you know, absolute propaganda. Uh, from the first dog and pony show that took place. But yeah, no, I completely agree with you and Governor Huckabee. And I, I think, you know, it, you know, the American citizens really, Kevin, are the ones, your audience is the ones, I mean, they are, they are literally, I hope they realize they are front and center. They are on the ground. They are the troops that made this happen because none of this, Republicans never used to circle wagons like we have this last time around, I'm so proud to see it. I'm so gratified to see it. And I'm so hopeful because I really feel like you said it best. Um, we're seeing through it and we're ready to do something about it. And it's the first time I've ever seen conservatives spend so much time and money and talent fighting back. We're and I lose our country if we don't. And I think the, That's right. uh, the unsaid side of all of this indictment stuff is that you're saying DeSantis who? Uh, Scott, who? Yes. Uh, yep, that uh, didn't work out very well who? for them, did it? <laughs> I mean, he, every time he gets indicted, his approval rating just keeps going higher because the American people see that if, if they can do it to him, they could do it to them. And that's the difference in where we're at and where we want to be. Anyway, Dr. Gene, yep. always appreciate your insights. I always appreciate being here, Kevin. Thank you yeah, so much. Thank you. And good luck on that writing. Kevin McCullough. Thank right you. Back. Appreciate it. This is Pastor Matthew Recker with the Heritage of Faith Conversations program. Join us every Sunday night at 6 p.m. to get Bible questions answered live on the air. Join us Sunday night at 6 p.m. Kevin Cottrell talking with Dan Buttafuoco of Buttafuoco and Associates. And over the many years that your practice has been around, you've been responsible for changing several laws. Well, we single-handedly got the law changed on transplanted kidneys since we had a very famous case in which they put a woman's kidney into a man and he died of ovarian cancer. And so now uh, basically every organ has to be screened for metastatic cancer. That was something that we succeeded in doing. And more recently, we just had the law changed, Courtney Anderson, 
and cases now being cited everywhere, which you no longer have to prove a reckless standard when suing an ambulance or any emergency vehicle. We got the standard reduced to negligence, which is much fairer for the client who's injured. Call Butterfuco and Associates and have them evaluate your case for the best possible results and the maximum benefit. Call 800-NOW-HURT, 800-669-4878. Butterfuco and Associates, 800-669-4878. That's 800-NOW-HURT. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. The new Salem News Channel, the greatest collection of conservative minds, all in one place. Home to the people you trust. Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Refreshingly honest, always unfiltered. Streaming free on your TV 24-7. Intelligent analysis for intelligent people. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Listen to the Mission WMCA anywhere you go with the AM570, the Mission mobile app. Download on Google Play, iTunes, or listen to TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. Listen to Global Spiritual Revolution Radio with Bishop Larry Gators. Bishop Gators is 100% pro-Christ, pro-life, pro-Constitution, pro-U.S., and pro-President Donald Trump. Tune in Monday nights at 9.30 on AM 570 WMCA. Don't miss it. This is Greg Floyd, president of Teamsters Local 237. Join me for Reaching Out. We'll talk about the issues that matter the most to working families, union members, and everyone who cares about the future. On the next Reaching Out, hip-hop legend KRS-One. We have a bunch of different little jobs that are going on within hip-hop. New jobs can emerge for people if we just focus on ourselves and get organized. Saturday afternoon at 4.30 p.m. People with cancer prefer Dr. Lederman's innovative cancer treatment. Many are so disappointed not to get the same care elsewhere. Dr. Lederman is first in Western Hemisphere with body radiosurgery, non-invasive, highly successful outpatient cancer treatment where we attack cancer. No cutting, no bleeding. Dr. Lederman's first. When all others thought standard treatment was okay, Dr. Lederman doesn't settle for okay. Why should you? For newer recurrent cancers, most anywhere in the body, even if chemo, surgery, or radiation didn't work, isn't tolerated, or isn't wanted. The original, Dr. Lederman. Don't settle for excuses and imitation. Call Dr. Lederman, two and two choices, two and two choices, for appointment and free booklet DVD. 1384 Broadway at 38th, most insurance, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. Don't be disappointed elsewhere. Call Dr. Lederman, Two and two choices, two and two choices. Want more of AM570 The Mission and our hosts? Then interact with us. Follow us on Twitter for encouraging tweets, what's coming up on the radio, news from our ministries, deals from our advertisers, and more. Our handle is at AM570 The Mission. Come tweet with us. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, we continue on this Friday, and we're we're dipping into a very quiet, quiet, quiet home right now where Bethany Mandel joins us because it's evidently nap time, and we don't want to wake the babies. Hello, Bethany. This is going to be the calmest hit I've ever done with you in the history of our conversations. And we've had a lot of them, but they usually get a little raucous by the end. So I'll try not to make you laugh. Hey, I was, I was, uh, actually I've seen a lot of things over the last uh, couple of weeks that have related to de- various parenting issues in the news. And of course, on Wednesdays, I talk with Shelly Goldberg about how to give one tip for parents to do a better job in their life. But you, you pinned something on your, you didn't pin it. You just posted on your Twitter feed that dealt with a, a new concept that I had not heard of called gentle parenting. Oh, that bless sounds, your heart. You've never heard of this. That sounds as wussy as, as if it, it uh, is as wussy as it sounds, I think we're to, for some really bad kids. Uh-huh. So bless your heart that you've never heard of this because this is the predominant sort of parenting paradigm that people are operating under now, whether it be the influencers, mommy bloggers, people on social media, um, the mental health sphere, everything is centered around this philosophy, which is 
pretty modern and very crazy. Um, basically, it posits that children only sort of explode because they they lack the communication skills with which to express their emotions. And so it is our job as parents to be in touch with them and and validate those emotions and and help them um, sort of cope with them. Um, but the reality of sort of what that looks like in practice is um, the writer, Elizabeth Matthew, um, who's wonderful. She's a freelance writer. Uh, she wrote it for, um, I think it's like law legal or something. I'm, I'm honestly, I don't know. Um, but she sort of gave an example of this kid at a playground kicked sand into her kid's face and the mom leaned down and was like, John, are you feeling upset? Is that why you did that? Whereas I think any other time in history, first of all, parents would have been paying close attention. But if you saw your kid do that, you'd be like, dude, what the heck? Don't do that. It hurts. Thanks. And you give them parameters of behavior. And that doesn't happen in the gentle parenting world. They're, but they're creating the world's worst nightmares because yes. what children do when responded with, you know, they, they have harsh torrential outbreaks like that. And then they get, uh, they, they're, they're, they take away from it. Oh, this isn't that big of a deal. I can do it again. Yes. And, yes. But anything you do is okay. If you have feelings and that, I mean, we're seeing that play out in, in adults. Now, everything has an excuse as long, like everything is acceptable as long as you have a good victim excuse. Oh, well, I did this because, you know, my mom died 25 years ago. I'm like, no, you, you can't go on a shooting spree just because your mom died 25 years ago. Yeah. You got picked on in school. That doesn't mean you can become a serial killer. It's uh, it's not. And so it's really interesting that you're, you're telling me about this today because I regularly, um, because believe it or not, the McCullough children don't behave perfectly at all times. Uh, and in fact, the uh, the two older brothers sometimes can get a little bit uh, smacky with each other. And, you know, there's a 10 year old and a 13 year old and they've got ideas and they've got egos and they sometimes trip into uh, each other's ego or idea. And um, on more than one occasion, I have raised my voice in public, looked them in the eye and said, stop. And the fear that comes over the entire room or parking yeah. lot or wherever else we may be, it's as though I've called the entire universe to uh, to silence at that moment. But my kids know that that behavior is not going to be tolerated for another second. And that if they do, um, we, we have a variety of ways of dealing that with that, especially when we get home. We've written yes. I don't know, five to 15 page of uh, papers on topics like good behavior in public and and so forth and they're not really big writers at this stage of their life it's not something they get a lot of joy out of the idea that you tolerate the bad and that they're someday just going to grow out of it on their own is lunacy little kids little problems big kids big problems and it's funny it. yes i i am i am an acquaintance with a woman who uh, i will never forget it um we were leaving somewhere and her kid didn't want to leave. And so he started um, hitting her and she leaned down and was like, I know that you feel upset. I know it's disappointing. And my kids looked at me in absolute terror because they thought I was going to smack it. And I'm like, no, I, I can't smack someone else's kid. I can smack you and I would, but that's the thing. Like I wouldn't, I don't need to smack my child because they would not do that because they know there are consequences. So <laughs> you don't have to be like, once you set the parameters and they understand that there are consequences, you, you get a lot, you got a lot of buy-in. Yeah. And so now, I mean, this was years ago, this was over COVID that this happened. And now I, my kid came home from, from uh, camp the other day and said, Oh, do you remember that kid who hit his mom? He is so bad at camp. I'm like, oh, this is my surprised face. Yes. Oh, look at that. And now he's an out of control, I don't know, eight, Bull. nine year old. Yeah. yeah. And and now it's like really hard to get that under control because he's been out of control his whole life. And now he's bigger and he's it's more ingrained in him to be like this. Well, and what I don't get about these um public or psychological health people that are pushing this method is that 
it's common knowledge and there's been lots of studies that have demonstrated that kids yearn for boundaries and they actually feel safer when there are boundaries that they understand and know with clarity what what they are and where they are and i think that a lot of this type of gentle parenting nonsense allows them to grow up in a world where they don't really have any barriers or any boundaries no absolutely and and you know this um lack of boundaries i mean people i i see people trying this method but it, it only goes so far before you just lose your freaking mind and so it sends a message to kids that's really confusing because nine times out of ten your mom's like a total pushover right. but that tenth time she's gonna lose her freaking mind and it feels like you're living with a loose cannon because you never know what that final step is before mom loses her mind. And it's, it's not fair to kids. It's really not. And it, you know, I used to say about sort of this, this craziness on campuses, like, Oh, well, you'll, you'll learn when you grow up. But the reality is like, it's us that like, we're the ones that are screwed the rest of us because the whole world will just become crazy. That's what we've learned. Well, we're watching and that. we're watching that yes. in public schools. We're watching that on the college campus and we're watching that in the White House. It's crazy. Bethany, we're out of time. Thank you, as always, for your insights. And uh, you should write a book on this and then uh, we should talk about it. More. Yeah, maybe. Kevin McCullough, stay here. Let's be real. Retirement is expensive and inflation is making it even harder with the cost of everything going up from pet food to a dozen eggs. Wouldn't it be great if the cost of your health care could go down? Well, MediShare 65 plus is $99 a month for ages 65 to 74. And for many with Medicare Parts A and B looking at other options, that's 50% or more saved per month. No gimmicks. It's $99 a month, and you can use any Medicare-approved doctor or facility, and you get 24-7 access to telehealth from the convenience of your home. Better yet, MediShare is a Christian nonprofit organization. It's a community that will pray for you and encourage you. And since we've cut out the middleman, you get to keep the savings. Call now. You can learn more about MediShare 65+. plus. Here's the number. 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. Hi, Kevin McCullough. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow family want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows, regularly priced at $69.98, are now only $19.98, and just $10 more, you get the king size. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to get Mike Lindell's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only nine. 1998 or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the My Pillows, you'll also receive deep discounts on all other My Pillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, My Slippers and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in My Pillows history. Go to mypillow.com or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his My Pillow. Like AM570 The Mission? Then don't forget to like us on Facebook so you can find daily encouragement in your newsfeed, share your thoughts about the mission, read inspirational articles, interact with our hosts, and find more information about our advertisers. Like us on Facebook today. What you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, very glad to have you with us. Uh, and I just want to make mention again, if you do not have the Salem News Channel, uh, it is a very, very um, good resource for you. Uh, if you're tired of the news in other outlets and you feel like they're not really telling you the truth and they're not talking about the things that you care about, how can you go wrong with a lineup that includes people like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, Sebastian Gorka, Jay and Jordan Seculo, um, Dinesh D'Souza, Eric Metaxas, uh, Andrew Wilkow, and Kevin McCullough on the weekends. I've got uh, two hours Saturday and Sunday night called That Kevin Show. Uh, and, you know, we, we're, we're, we're family friendly and we're fighting the fight. You're never going to be ashamed to see something on That Kevin Show uh, that you might see on other channels. And we have a lot of fun with it. Assignment Desk Weekend, we, we poke fun at the headlines. Uh, and usually we've got some comedy uh, 
uh, contributions in the form of sketches and stand up uh, people that have done uh, family safe stuff. And, it, and it's it's just a great way to spend your Saturday evening. So if 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 you if you don't mind, download the Salem News Channel app to your iPhone, your Android, your Apple home device like Apple TV, your Roku device, your Google Prime, your Amazon Fire, all of it. Uh, we're there. Uh, download Salem News Channel. Start watching and see if you don't if you don't get a lot better and different types of uh, content than what you have been looking for otherwise. Um, I want to go back to where we started the show today and this idea that children should be pushed or not pushed into the transgender agenda. Uh, I was speaking with a youth pastor in the area as uh, one evening this week, and I said this stuff is, is seeping into the church. And he said, yeah. And he said, it's, it's disturbing. He said the degree to which these messages are starting to infiltrate um, preaching from the pulpit is remarkably dangerous. And I asked him it, because the church that he's serving at, it, it's kind of an example of it. And I said, well, why are you serving here? And he goes, well, the Lord's given me an opportunity to influence these kids. And he has a huge youth program. He said, I'm, I'm going to keep being faithful to them as long as I can. Sometimes I just wince on Sunday morning because of how bad it is. And I said, wow. And you know, what's disturbing about it is that you've got Christians in the congregation that are out there pushing this stuff. They think they're educated and erudite because they read one book about it and they quote two sources and they say, see, if you use pronouns that the kids want instead of the pronouns that they have, it increases their their physical confidence by X, Y, Z. No, that's all a lie. When you take what God created and called good and you twist it into something evil in the kid's mind, if the if the child is confused about their gender, go encourage them to get help on understanding what their gender is, what their sex is. Why are we so dedicated to getting them help to understanding what the other sex is? It's completely counterintuitive, but it's profitable and it makes money. So if you're someone who's in the church and you're saying, oh, we got to we got to push this transgender stuff. You're on the wrong side of truth. You're on the wrong side of God. You're on the wrong side of caring about your neighbor. I'm Kevin McCullough. We'll see you next time.